0: The Vegetarian by Han Kang Before my wife turned vegetarian, I'd always thought of her as completely unremarkable in every way. To be frank, the first time I met her, I wasn't even attracted to her. Middling height, bobbed hair neither long nor short, jaundiced, sickly looking skin, somewhat Prominent cheekbones, her timid, sallow aspect told me all I needed to know. As she came up to the table where I was waiting, I couldn't help but notice her shoes, the plainest black shoes imaginable, and that walk of hers, neither fast nor slow, striding nor mincing. However, if there wasn't any special attraction, nor did any particular drawbacks present themselves, and therefore... There was no reason for the two of us not to get married. The passive personality of this woman, in whom I could detect neither freshness nor charm, or anything especially refined, suited me down to the ground. There was no need to affect intellectual leanings in order to win her over, or to worry that she might be comparing me to the preening man who pause in, fa- in fashion catalogues, and she didn't get worked up if I happened to be late for one of our meetings. The punch that started appearing in my mid twenties, my skinny legs and forearms that steadfastly refused to bulk up in spite of my best efforts, the inferiority complex I used to have about the size of my penis, I could rest assured that I wouldn't have to be fret I wouldn't have to fret about such things on her account. I've always inclined towards the mill course in life. At school, I chose to boss around those who were two or three years my junior, and with whom I could act a ringleader rather than take my chances with those my own age. And later, I chose which college to apply to based on my chances of obtaining a scholarship large enough for my needs. Ultimately, I settled for a job where I would be provided with a a decent monthly salary in return for diligently carrying out my allotted tasks at a company whose small size meant they would value my unremarkable skills. And so it was only natural that I would marry the most run-of-the-mill woman in the world. As for women who were pretty, intelligent, strikingly sensual, the daughters of rich families, they would only ever have served to disrupt my carefully ordered existence. In keeping with my expectations, she made for a completely ordinary wife who went about things without any distasteful frivolousness. Every morning, she got up at 6 a.m. to prepare rice and soup and usually a bit of fish. From adolescence, she contributed to her family's income through the odd bits of part-time work. She ended up with a job as an assistant instructor at the Computer Graphics College college I'm sorry She'd attended for a year, and was subcontracted by a manual publisher to work on the words of their speech bubbles, which she could do from home. She was a woman of few words. It was rare for her to demand anything of me, and however late I was in getting home, she never took it upon herself to kick up a fuss. Even when our days off happened to coincide, it wouldn't occur to her to suggest we go out somewhere together. While I idled the afternoon away, TV remote in hand, she would shut herself up in her room. More than likely, she would spend the time reading, which was practically her only hobby. For some unfathomable reason, reading was something she was able to really immerse herself in. Reading books that looked so dull, I couldn't even bring myself to so much as take a look inside the covers. Only at mealtimes would she open the door and silently emerge to prepare the food. To be sure, that kind of wife and that kind of lifestyle did mean that I was unlikely to find my days particularly stimulating. On the other hand, if I'd had one of those wives whose phones ring on and off all day, long, call, long with calls from friends or coworkers whose nagging periodically leads to screaming rows with their husbands, I would have been grateful when she finally wore herself out.